So yesterday I thought about something which I was able to eloquently talk about to a friend of mine. Well, I'm, I'm not sure they're a friend of mine. Perhaps maybe they're just an acquaintance. But there are times when I feel that to, in order for me to be useful, I have to have certain opinions. And this subject is about the usefulness of human beings and how the feeling of not being useful is a cause of anxiety amongst most men, amongst most young men and the reason I thought about this was I was thinking about myself at the age of 21 to 22 and these were the times that I was lost I was was lost because for the first time in my life I felt as useless as any human being can be and this brings me to um, a reason of why somebody would want to take their own life or why um, 800,000 people take their lives every year and why every 40 seconds somebody takes their own lives and not forgetting the amount of people who fell at the attempt of taking their own lives. So suicide uh, amongst adolescents and uh, teenagers and not forgetting men is quite high at the moment. Um, One of the most alarming statistics is um, nine in every hundred thousand in Malawi will take their own life and what is suicide what is suicide well suicide is uh, described as when a person decides to uh, by some rhyme or reason to end their life there and then so that they no longer exist so it's a premature death which as, as a result of somebody having given up and not wanting to be around anymore. Now, I'm not a psychologist, but one of the things that I think this is happening a lot now, and there are several reasons, and I think the fundamentally biggest one is most likely... Um, a financial reason um, and then you probably have um, breakdown in relationships partner relationships and then you have maybe a breakdown in family relationships uh, and maybe you have just that feeling of deep depression emotional anxiety and lack of self-worth 
So this brings me back to the reason why I'm talking about why um, feeling needed and feeling wanted and feeling part of a communicate uh, of a community is very important. And in my own life, I have had two situations where I have felt despairing despair and uselessness and worthlessness so after my father died when i was 20 years old i i i indulged in uh, some misuse of drugs i indulged in uh, high alcohol levels of consumption and um, i was massively sabotaging myself uh, and, and and I'll be honest with you I didn't know this then and it's only now when I look back and then I can I can actually uh, sort of say that and I think at the that young age when you're expected to pick up the mantle of your father and be the leading light being that example and you're not fully equipped to be able to do those things well life can be difficult so um one of the things that i found very difficult was i i had a level of education which was only to um uh GCSE levels so i was probably not as well read as i am not as well traveled as i am and not as well uh, understanding of the world as as we know it as on a psychological level on a mental level and on the experiential level I I didn't have the experience the human experience to be able to understand uh what death in the family can do I I I'd lost friends before I'd seen my friends lose their parents I'd seen uh I'd seen loss from a distance but for loss to be right at my doorstep this was something different this was something that I can never never have So I remember um, uh during my summer I just come back from uh, Malawi College of Accountancy. And that period was a very dark period for me because I went to my College of Accountancy having not healed from the trauma of my father's passing. And I spent a year there just messing around. I didn't get any kind of education and I failed at everything that I did and um probably the most thing I enjoyed there was meeting people uh, and um making friendships and learning to smoke weed and um uh and playing sport playing basketball and uh and that's where my i started taking working out being in the gym going out for rounds really seriously um 
but I had no idea where my life was going. I had no insight where my life was going. So when my uncle decided he wasn't going to pay for my third semester in college, um, it was time for me to go back, to go back to Lilongwe, to go back home. And, um, I was, I was almost 22 then. Uh, I spent a period in time which seems like forever now um, playing my guitar, reading books, um, books that really didn't teach me anything. I was reading fictional books and um, I um, found myself in a place where I was trying to understand where I really wanted to take my life. But in all honesty, I just felt like there was no way that I was going to go. And I just felt like it was there was no meaning in, in, in my life. Um, I remember the time I'd, I had no girlfriend. I'd, I think I'd uh, broken up with a girl. And uh, the whole thing was messy. To be honest, I, I don't know. I, I didn't know what I was going to do next, you know. And I found myself in a place probably the first time I was depressed but I didn't know it uh, and I would sit on uh, two pillars at my mum's house and I would sit there and watch people walk past and people going to work etc and I had no money I, I had no car I had nothing I had to walk everywhere uh, the clothes that I had uh, were wearing out. Um, the shoes that I had were wearing out. I, I had nothing. I had absolutely nothing. So if it wasn't for a dear friend of mine, uh, who he was at the time not a dear friend. He was somebody that I used to see getting up and down doing uh, and seem to be successful I would have probably ended up getting in such deep depression that eventually I would have probably ended my own life and that's a scary thought to think of a situation that can send a person seemingly being alright being okay and then having despair so much that they would lose their own life. And when I met this dear friend of mine, um, we started, um, he showed me ways in which I could make money without actually having to find a job, which at the time was impossible uh, because in order for you to find a job in, in, in Malawi, you have to know someone have to be recommended to someone. Unfortunately, I didn't have any of those. So this dear friend of mine, he, he probably doesn't know it, but he saved my life. He saved my life at that particular point in time because 
he took me under his wing and started building me up. I'm not gonna go into much of a story in terms of how I started making money. But I started making money, started feeling useful, uh, and eventually found myself with a girlfriend. And I think having a girlfriend at the time uh, made my life feel a little bit more, more bearable. And with that, having this friend, uh, I was able to get my car fixed. I was able to start running around, doing things, feeling useful again, helping around, helping my mom with rent, helping my mom with um, uh, bills. And um, uh, before long, I was in a place where I could leave the country and uh, I had the financial, not enough finances, but I had the know-how and the understanding at that point in time in my life that I really had to get out of Africa, I really had to get out of Malawi Um, had I stayed in Malawi I would surely be dead, I guarantee you that I would surely be dead Um, and the decision was made I was was in a pub with a friend and we were just having one drink and uh, uh, somebody in that pub and I felt insulted by his words and this guy was somebody who was working for a company, a big company who was earning a lot of money and, and my friend and, and I wanted to engage the guy in conversation so we could understand what he was doing for a living and, and how he you know, appeared to be successful and when we approached him to buy him a drink he took it out of context and accused us of uh, befriending him so that we he could buy us drinks all night I took that as an affront and because I took that as an affront at that particular time this was the moment that it spurred me on that I didn't want to be in this situation I didn't want to be in a situation of, of uselessness and because I didn't want to be in a situation of uselessness, what I decided to do was leave the country. And within a week, I was on a flight, uh, a Zimbabwe airline. I was on a flight into the UK and landed in the UK on the 17th of December 1998. And I haven't been back to Malawi since then. And you may wonder, why would you be gone for what it seems like a lifetime now? It's been over 25 years since I left Malawi and I haven't been back. You may wonder what, well, life has happened during that particular period of time. You know, um, my life has always felt a relevance when I am needed. And for me, Success comes from being needed, from being wanted. The moment that I'm no longer needed, my life is 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 not worth worth living, and that's how I feel, and I feel that's why people end up having to seriously consider ending their life. I think. As all of us human beings, we need to feel wanted. We, we need to feel needed. 
whether you are a man, whether you're a woman, you need to be wanted. And I think that's why relationships are, are failing nowadays. A husband or boyfriend is feeling useless, not wanted, not needed. A wife is feeling not wanted, not needed. Your feeling at work is not wanted, not needed. And when that happens, when that happens, that's when things go downhill. I believe that's where anxiety comes and creeps in. That's where that's where your mental health really decreases. The fact that you're not needed, that you're not required. I think as human beings in the state that we are, we have to be needed. And when the people we love and the people we care for no longer need us or they no longer show us that they need us, is when things fall apart. And me, personally, in my life, not being wanted, not being needed, is always and has always pushed me to catastrophic failures within my mind, within my mental health. So, my advice to you today is, in order for you to feel that you have success, you need to find something that you can do that you are needed for. And I guess for me, that's why I have always done jobs that I, that always made me feel that's why maybe I was a traffic warden. That's why maybe I was a police support community officer. Maybe that's why I was a police officer. You know, maybe that's why I've coached women's basketball. Maybe that's why I've been part of a team, football team, a basketball team. Maybe that's why I've always wanted to be part of a big family. Maybe because I just feel that I need to be needed. Maybe that's what my life is supposed to be. My life is supposed to be that I'm needed. Because the moment that I'm not needed, that spells disaster. That spells failure for me. I am the sort of person that needs to be needed. If I don't think that you need me in your life, then I suppose that's the end of that friendship. I suppose that's the end of that acquaintance-ness-ship. I don't know whether that's a word. Feeling needed is important. I suppose that's why as parents you have children because you want to be needed. I suppose when the children get old, you're hoping that your children will have grandchildren so you can still remain relevant and needed. I suppose that's why we make friendships because we want to be needed maybe that's what success is maybe being needed is what success is I don't know I don't have all the answers but all I can say is an opportunity to be needed is something that we all need in our lives anyway guys I hope you enjoyed this podcast. 
have a great day and whatever you're doing today remember you're needed and you're successful in all the things that you do I thank God for this podcast and I thank God for this sweet spot of life and I thank you for being part of my life and for making me feel that I'm needed. Take care. Enjoy the rest of the day. Bye-bye.